0: Spike or Beastman, and Trapjaw. Oh my. The fate of Eternia is in the hands of an anti-Eternia fed up warrior by the name of Tila. She tags up with Lynn Evil Lin if you nasty. <laughs> if you're a Motu fan then you must be thinking I'm some type of imbecile or royal boob. I promise you I have not lost my Motu mind and I have the mafioso Motu fanatic to help me prove it to y'all, I've got Steve, aka Todd Force, to talk us through the Masters of the Universe, Revelations Hangover, now streaming on Netflix. But before we get cringy, uh, the Funkaholics Podcast starts right now. You are now listening to the Funkaholics Podcast. Oh man, that is, that felt great.
1: That was actually kind of a, that was a good fucking intro, dude. I liked it. <laughs> Thank I you, like, brother. this motherfucker wrote something good. <laughs> I was in awe.
0: Oh bro, I had to step it up, man, because um, like I said, I got the mafioso <laughs> the of Motu Mo- Mafia over here. That's so. right, Motu
1: Mafia in the house. <laughs> very Dave. proud to represent.
0: Welcome back, my brother Thank you. from another mother. Me. It's yes. been too long.
1: It's been quite a long fucking time.
0: It's been a a long minute.
1: Yeah, that was the longest minute ever. Like, uh, if I was masturbating, I would have ripped my dick off.
0: (laughs) I'm back. And that's why we got it (laughs) back over here. Fucking missed it so much. I am a little
1: raw and I apologize, but I am who I am.
0: That's what we do here, man. We are raw, (laughs) we're unedited, and we just get funky, man. That's all we do.
1: We do. But I'm happy to be back to the fucking Funkaholics fucking fun palace <laughs> with all this shit and chicanery to look around at. I love it in here, man.
0: Right? And, bro, you brought this beautiful setup in here. So, I did. guys, we will be posting photos of these, but Steve did, like, a little Masters of the Universe setup here, and we're doing some homage.
1: We are. We're doing some homage to the new Masters of the Universe revelation, which just came out on Netflix uh, last Friday. And uh, the toys have been out for a little while, and I know a lot of us have been kind of wondering, because we've been messing with these toys for the last, I think, maybe two months, three months. Yep. We've been kind of super curious and super wondering, okay, what the hell's going on? Absolutely. What's going to happen in this show? Because the evil land has, you know, the white hair without the helmet. We have got the Skelly God. We were like, okay, who the hell is Skelly God? Exactly. And the entire time I watched all five of the first episodes, I kept telling my wife, "Where the fuck's is Skelly God? Who's Skelly God? <laughs> Where is Skelly God? Like, come on!" Then finally, no spoilers. I don't know. I don't know how to do this without spoilers. I think everybody. Right? I think at this point everybody should have watched it, so if he didn't fuck you. But yeah, when Skelly God <laughs> comes out at the end of this this five episodes, it's like holy shit! Exactly. I can't wait for the next round.
0: Yes, sir. It's nuts. Yes, sir. I'm um, so uh, so. Before we get all this excitement going, because I know Steve's excited right now, I but got a boner. I got a big boner, brother. <laughs> brother, I wanna. Oh, cheers yes. to you.
1: Cheers, of course. Can you open mine too, Daddy? Yes, sir. <laughs> Thank you. There we go. All right, cheers.
0: Ooh, love Ooh. that sound. Cheers, my brother, to another great episode.
1: Mm-hmm. Always, always a good time. And always a good beer, too, Dos Oh, like yeah.
0: That. Hell, yeah. That's
1: my favorite.
0: So, bro, we just started talking about Motur. Mm-hmm. Masters of the Universe revelu- uh, Revelations for, you know, you newbies or b- royal boobs like Skeletor <laughs> likes to call you. Right. Um, Let's let's talk about the figures before we get into the show. Sure. Because the figures came before the show... They did. A little bit of spoiler alerts for us or kind of gave us the itch to wonder, you know, what the fuck's going to happen. You know, what are they doing? Uh, You know, Kevin Smith, the mastermind, talked to us about this. What, like over a year ago? It's
1: been a while now, yeah. Maybe two years. Yep. We've been wondering about this for quite some time and and really curious about the whole new, you know, master of the universe that he was going to create and what he was going to do. And one thing with the toys that I noticed that kind of uh, threw all of us off is you'll notice they didn't come out with a Tila right away. They didn't. And Tila is a center focal point of the whole new, this new uh, universe.
0: Yes, sir. And a
1: lot of OGs are pissed about this because, you know, they're like, it's fucking He-Man, man. Yeah, well, it's not. If you actually look at the title, it's Masters of the Universe Revelation. And we can get more, we'll get more, into, after we get over the, the figure talk, we'll get more into what what I feel about the, uh, how the old school people are kind of like pissed about the whole it's like the it's Teela show. Right. I don't think it is. Like, we'll get more into that in a little bit. Let's talk toys first. Then.
0: Absolutely. So <laughs> in wave one, we got Skelegod, He-Man, yep. Skeletor, Man, Evil-In, and Battle-Cat. Yep. And, and with
1: Battle-Cat, you get two figures, basically. Something that didn't happen ever before.
0: Absolutely. I'm glad you pointed that out. We were just talking about that earlier. Mm-hmm. The original Battle Cat that we all know and love, um, that was just Battle Cat. We never had the opportunity for Cringer because nope. when you would take you know, the battle armor off, he still looked vicious. Yeah, it was just he a still mean, looked like Battle Cat. He was
1: just a mean cat. It was because it was that repaint from that big gem line, so they didn't fix or change anything. Right. And what's weird is even throughout the rest of the MOTU toy history, no one's ever thought of doing this that's another big like up to these guys with this new this new stuff, this new revelation is that they did where you take the mask off and you have a cringer toy. Like that's fucking awesome. Right? <laughs> because Cringer's a big part of He-Man. Absolutely. He really is He's a big part of that universe. That's Prince
0: that's Prince Adam's road dog, man. Mm-hmm. You know yep. what I mean? And it's uh that that's funny you say that, bro, because now that I think about it, I mean they they never made a Cringer. Never. Which fucking blows my mind. Mm-hmm. Out of all the years, He-Man was one of the highest selling toys for Mattel. If not the most.
1: For, like, most of the 80s, yeah? Yeah. From like, 83 to, gosh, probably, like, 88. Yeah. Maybe is when it started to decline. 87, maybe. But still, a big chunk of what Mattel is today is from He-Man.
0: Exactly. And Barbie. But still. And Barbie. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, He-Man was fucking putting in the work. I mean, they were, they were carrying that wave for a real fucking long time for mm-hmm.
1: them. And what's crazy, too, is they made so many he-man figures and so many characters and all this crazy shit but then they just didn't give us a fucking cringer like that's the weirdest thing you know yeah and even when other companies took it over and tried making more uh, you know motu figures like super seven and stuff super seven was cool because they were they were collectors too and they were fans of the show so they actually came out with some like cool shit that we didn't get from the first run or whatever right it was like kind of neat to see as figures like shadow Orco and stuff and, which is actually one of my favorite figures in my case at the house. Like I have a Shadow Walker, I love that figure. But they, even them, they didn't. They didn't give us a Cringer, you know? Like yeah. that just slipped through the cracks. And now we have a Cringer fucking figure, and it's one of my favorites. This Battle Cat is fucking huge. Yeah, it is. That is a beast of a figure right there. <laughs> I was comparing it to the size of the Origins Battle Cat, and this thing just trumps
0: it. Man. Yeah. Oh yeah. Really Big time, man. Just looking at it, I mean, you can see right away like the size. the The thing that I love about it so much is, yes. You can take off the armor and you got Cringer. Mm. But the other fucking great thing about it is this thing is very fucking poseable.
1: It is. There's a lot of, there's a lot. Let me see if we can pick up this guy here without hurting anything. It's got all this different, his legs, his knees, everything moves on this. And even, you know, the mouth opens to show like the mean battle cat. And then you close the mouth and take the helmet off and you got a nice Cringer. Hell yeah. yeah. This thing is, it's a. it's an awesome, awesome fig.
0: He's a beast, man. That's a that's a beautiful figurine, especially for one that's an animal. I mean, you know the ones that they release of the animals. It's one pose and it's just them, like you know, moving forward. It's right. not, you know what I mean. But with this one, you can you can pose He-Man on him, and you know they like. Uh,
1: you can do like that classic on his forefeet here. I mean, yeah, oops, on his on his back legs, on his back legs, and like attack mode, and whatever like that's what I liked about that's what I like about the Mega Constructs toys too. As you you know the the panther and the battle cat you can pose them like hell yeah like they're coming at you that's why I like those a lot as well
0: and battle cat is very iconic in in uh in revelations he is yeah he he, really uh, he puts in some work so
1: he really does <laughs> and that man God that whole the whole fucking revelations show and idea and the whole thing like it is just like just out there from from what we are used to for Masters of the Universe and yep. stuff like. Okay, like back in the day, you know, we had filmation, you know, He Man, and it was like they'd do a little battle. It'd be kind of goofy lines from Skeletor, you know, a a thought of the day from Man at Arms, and like Orko would do something stupid, and then boom, made it the over. Yeah, it was the same shit over and over and over. And And then we
0: had the message of the day, you know, after the show. (laughs) Yeah,
1: like. Which I love the memes of now. Right? I, I threw I threw a couple up for Todd Force Friday that I found. I, I steal all my shit from everybody else. Like, don't ever think that my page is original. It's not. All my shit is stolen from other people. Credit to everyone else that helps me out. But there's some good uh, MoTu memes out there now with like the whole you know, in, like He-Man jumping on the fucking rocket sled and sliding yeah. away. Yeah, it's good shit.
0: Uh, I saw a lot of those. I always look forward to Fridays, man, to just see what you put up there. <laughs>
1: Yeah, Top Horse Fridays, are, they're a different beast,
0: too. <laughs> That's a whole new animal. <laughs> <For> real. <laughs> oh, man, bro. And then, so, we got the OG of them all. We got He-Man in here. Mm-hmm. This one, awesome fig, man. I, um, I had passed up on it at first, and then I realized the mistake that I made because I do that a lot. I mm-hmm. fight with myself, you know. I walk around like an idiot at the store talking to myself, and... Then I walk away, someone else puts it in front of me, I see him, and I got to go back and get it. So I did go back and get He-Man. I, that one was um, that one, was one. I was just like...
1: Why would you walk I See, the thing is, I don't walk away from anything Motu. <laughs> I really don't. I, although I'm, I did walk away from the bag clips, the uh, new bag clips that came out that they have at the some Walmart right now. Those things are like twenty five bucks for three bag clips. I don't. I don't find the value in that when I mean, they look like just those little keychains that we used to get. Right. Like, so that I did walk away from. But as figures and stuff go though. I never. I'll never leave a Motu on the shelf. Like I really won't.
0: This one is absolutely beautiful, man. I'm mm-hmm. having fun right now, just posing him. And- yep.
1: And the sword. The sword is epic. That's the most epic power sword that has come out on a on a Motu line, I believe.
0: Oh hell yeah um what i want to
1: see though is which they don't they didn't do and they don't have oh they do have the the sword here with the the skelly god but um the swords in the cartoon in the in the netflix show look different than what are what we're seeing in front of us with the toys right here oh yeah because there are two different swords and they have just the like i want to see probably maybe next round i don't know wave two i've already seen what wave two is coming out and Mm -hmm. i don't have those swords coming out either but wave two is going to be a fun wave two
0: yeah wave two looks pretty legit i know in wave two we've got um tila tila yep beast Beast man man at arms and I go yeah,
1: That's crazy they did a spike or before they did an orco. Right? Like I don't understand. Like like I said they didn't give a Tila either for this and that was kind of like that was kind of good I guess they didn't give us a Tila in wave 1 because it we didn't know that Tila was going to be a focal point of the of the cartoon and they and I get it they had to sell the toys so they had to put right. He-Man first and whatever. But uh I do think in wave two, it's pretty strange that we didn't get an Orco and we're getting a Spike or, which was just a little blip of the intro, you know, when Skeletor was, uh, you know, using his magic to be Spike or Yep. And, but we haven't actually seen Spike Or yet. But one thing I love about Re- Revelation is they, they kind of like threw everybody in there. Yeah, they did. Like, who did they miss? Oh,
0: bro, it was a big old Motu party. It there.
1: Really was. <laughs> it was so badass. And what's cool about it is my wife, who. Has nothing to do with toys or, or none of this stuff, and she she lets me you know have my little Motu world which I which I which I love, but um she was sitting next to me and my daughters I've gotten my daughter like super stoked on her. she's eight she loves He Man she loves watching we watch all the filmations we have all the episodes on on Voodoo and stuff that's and awesome we watch that shit all the time and we even go into my Motu room and we play with toys like I actually have everything open and we play with it we play with Castle Grayskull, but uh, one thing that was cool is. My, wife, my daughter was excited to watch this new show with me, and we talked my wife into sitting there and watching it with us. And my wife sat there just like on the edge of her seat all five episodes. Nice. And man. at the end of that, she's like, Wow. And I'm like, Thank you. Like, Motu's awesome. Yeah. So I got to send a big <laughs> shout out to Kevin Smith for turning my wife over to Motu because it really did help because she, she sees it and whatever. And she, you know, I have the Motu wall at the house and whatever. And she's like, Okay, that's whatever. Like, you know, you're a fucking nerd. Right she's like tell me you won't cheat on me by telling me you won't cheat on me and then she posts me on tiktok playing with my toys whatever so yeah but it was cool to actually win her over with the actual episodes because it was just so well written and so well thought of like everything in that series was just mind-blowing and everyone that they threw in there they peppered like everybody in that shit. like it was fucking awesome to yeah, see it was. as a avid motu fan like that was I was just shrieking like a little fucking girl every time I'd see somebody else pop on the screen. I'm like, oh my god! Like Spike was first thing. I was like happy to see Spike you know, of course, and then Merman, and then just everything they fucking threw in there was just such. It was so awesome.
0: Oh, bro! I was like, I mean, literally the first episode, which we'll get into, but. Like I was just sitting there and I'm like, Oh, there's such and so they're, 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 like and I'm just like, you know, picking out all these ones that are coming in. I was pumped up to see Cyclops mm-hmm. or I mean Cyclops uh tri uh triclops. Triclops, yep. Um I mean I love Spycor, Stinkcore. Like that's <laughs> fucking awesome Stinkcore. Like he's
1: one of my favorite ones. I fucking love Stinkor.
0: <laughs> there was uh there, there was a lot of cool shit going on and I, and it, and the thing that I loved is it hit us hard very fast. Yep. And you know, and then it takes it into there, you know. And like I said, well, you know, we'll get into that. We'll talk more about it. But um so, out of wave two that you saw the photos of, bro, which one are you the most excited about?
1: Honestly, honestly, I'd have to say actually Beastman. Beastman? <laughs> yeah, I just okay. think that figure looks pretty fucking epic. Oh yeah. Would think Spike or because Spike Gore is like just a fucking classic, like under the radar OG fucking you know right character. But Spike, Spike would have to be my second one I'm most excited for. But honestly, that Beastman just looks really epic. And I actually have to admit, the Beastman in the show was cool. Because he was, yeah, he was like Evil-Lyn's protector. And he and everyone's loyal to Skeletor, of course. But like when Skeletor was gone, you know, Evil-Lyn kind of like takes things over a little yes. bit. And they do this like good and evil, like like uh, team-up and stuff. Like it's just crazy that like, all the right. shit they threw in there. And for Beastman to be kind of like the protector of Evil-Lyn and the protector of like... He had... He's just loyal, you know? He's, he's got everyone's back still, even though everything's going on. And you see, like, Triclops and everybody else all went for this whole, you know, the fucking... I can't remember what it's called now. The fucking robotic fucking... What are they doing? They were, like, doing their little religious thing.
0: Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know what their, you're talking about. Uh, the uh, motherboard. Yeah, The motherboard.
1: Which I thought, that was <laughs> kind of strange. That was different. <laughs> I don't know if I'm 100% on board with that part of it, but right. it was still cool. Yeah.
0: No, absolutely. And uh. And I mean... We know for for Beast Man. I mean, Skeletor was always one to give him shit, and mm-hmm. you know, in true fashion from Skeletor, we got a soundbite. It's the sorceress, you boob. <laughs> That's right, <laughs> you boob. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh man, oh, just so many. Like I love Skeletor, bro. I don't know what it is about me. Like I've always been a fan of the bad guys, but mm-hmm. you know, you love the hero too. I mean, I. I I, I love He-Man too, but like I said, you know, there's just always a part of me with Skeletor. Um, I know for me in Wave 2, I got to have Spike Or. Right. That one's just one of my favorites. Beastman looks badass. I had to take a closer look at him because the photo that was uh, posted, um, I didn't like what I was seeing at first. But then when I got a full clear picture with him out of the box and everything, yeah. I was like, oh, man, I I, I can get with that. Um Teela looks badass. She's she's gonna be pretty cool.
1: She's gonna be cool. I just don't like I don't like the the haircut and stuff that they gave her. Right. Like they kinda of butched her up a little bit, I guess, to make her like the butchy hero, but they didn't have to do that. Like, yeah, we can have female heroes that aren't, you know, like borderline male heroes. Like we can have fe- like strong females, like like they did Evil Lynn. Like Evil was great. She had their long white hair. She was even though she's a villain, she's a hero in this in you know, this series and they show left Tila alone a little bit too. They kind of took her femininity away. They did by giving her like kind of like the butchy haircut.
0: Yeah, stuff. she like, was uh, she was pretty yoked up. She, you know, she was uh, she had muscles on her and everything. Yeah. And I mean, I, I, it's probably the times that we're in. I know yeah. there was a lot of pissed off Mo two fans about that too. And
1: they were they're like all these you know, and we're not gonna get political by any means, but like all these people that are you know one way, they're like thinking like, oh, this is all you know, Me Too movement, whatever crap. Work. Exactly. But it's like, you know what? At the end of the day, it's just a freaking cartoon, and it's a good time, and why are you sinking, like, all your beliefs and everything into this? Like, just fucking enjoy the ride, man. We have new Motu right now. Like, exactly. This... And there was some shit I, I didn't like about it. You know, it wasn't exactly perfect, but there was a there was way more stuff that I loved about it than stuff that I didn't like. You yeah, absolutely. You know I mean? Like, absolutely. Way more. Stop... Actually, and the only stuff... Actually, and the stuff that I didn't like was real trivial shit, like, like the Triclops thing. I expected Triclops to be more... Of Triclops, you know, the guy with the fucking badass green sword and, you know, and I wondered how they were going to put the power ring in there because, you know, I have the OG Triclops with the, they came with the power ring, the glue in the dark. I'm like, are they going to add that in there? He's going to have like the badass skull power ring or what? And then they made him like this weird, you know, motherboard guy and (laughs) I didn't agree with that too much. I was like, yeah, that kind of sucked. Like I wanted the actual, like, I kind of wanted more of an OG Triclops for that, but I don't know, whatever.
0: Yeah, I'm with you, man. I'm right on, I'm right on that line with you. Um wishes for wave
1: three oh okay wishes for wave three definitely would be i definitely want a panthor okay to match the battle cat that way i can have my my two you know my Skeletor and my he-man out there um i definitely want an Orco. Okay. I just think Orko's the shit. Yeah. And and in, especially in this series. They made him a G, bro. Man, Doug, <laughs> if you don't tear up watching this, then you're a fucking heartless prick. <laughs> right like, I got fucking. You're Roboto yeah, but then he Roboto.
0: even fucking Yes. He like, has a heart. <laughs> like, it's,
1: it's gotta be it's gotta okay, wave three, it's gotta be Orko, Panthor, Roboto. Like Roboto is the shit. Like yeah. he, I was actually. Um,
0: we need some villains in there, bro. You're picking all heroes well, well, I except know, for Panther. Well, it's
1: <laughs> weird too because it, it, if you actually saw like if you like, well, I know you guys are on, in the in the podcast world. If you guys actually saw my collection, I actually love the villains more. Because the villains have like more, uh, they're just evil, and there's more cool yeah. villains out there. In, in the MOTU world, like the villains have definitely the upper hand on the heroes. I think. Oh yeah. But for this series, like I really just dug like the Orko thing and everything. But yeah, you're right. I do need a villain. Let's see. Okay, let me pick a villain. <laughs> uh, well, definitely Stinkor. We need a. Stinkor oh yeah, figure. we need Stinkor in there. We gotta have a, Stinkor, especially if they already made a Spikeor, and Spikeor was like a blip in the series. Right. And Stinkor actually had like a part in the series. You know what I mean? Yep. So I think we need a Stinkor. Um, We need uh, Tila's little buddy, who actually, I don't even... I think they've made her up for this series, because I don't recall her being I don't in, remember her like, any at all. Yeah, I think she's a made-up figure, but we need her. That way, we can do epic battles with the Tila that comes out wave two, so... Oh, yeah. I think that's where I'm at on that one. So, What do you think? What would you want to see?
0: For me, um, I want to see Strider. Okay, Yep. Because I saw that, you know what I mean? Yep. And um, I would love... To have that one because I had it when I was a kid, and you know, I just you, you break things, <laughs> yeah, you do, you really do. <laughs> you, you play with them hard, and you know, so yep. um, I would love to see Strider, um, because I would want to put him and Battle Cat right next to each other yep. and like do a photo this crazy photo of like He Man, like oh man, which one <laughs> which one am I gonna ride? Like, right? you know what I mean, yeah, for sure. Um, I want to see Triclops. Yeah. he's one of my favorites. Well,
1: Triclops is the best. Triclops is my favorite OG figure that I have. of that it, That's complete. Triclops right. is always like he was. And I used to take my my Motu figures and make them wrestling figures, which is funny because they came out with the WWE, you know, Masters of the Universe yep. line. But I used to I did that in the '80s. Like I, Triclops is one of my heroes. Triclops and Fisto. Fisto was my Ronnie Garvin. Okay. Like, Fisto was my hands-of-stone Ronnie Garvin guy. Yeah. And he would fucking beat everybody, and he always had the title <laughs> and whatever. And then Triclops was always, like, my my go-to, like, hero, like, villain, you know, yeah. wrestler. So He yeah, was I, the I, heel. He was the heel, yeah. He was the heel, <laughs> for sure. But it was weird, yeah. Like, I don't know. But definitely Triclops would be a good one.
0: Nice. Um, I think Trapjaw? Just yeah. Just because he's, you know, he's he's just, he's... He's one of the ones that everybody knows. You know he what is. I mean? He is. Um, I would love to see Fisto. You brought him up.
1: Mm-hmm. Fisto would be a good one to have. Um,
0: I know another one that I would want to see. I would love to see Orko. That one would be badass. And um, I love that they didn't take too much away from him in the in the way that he looked and the way that he evolved. And the way he acted, too. The way they he acted, too. They kind of left him
1: alone, which was kind of cool. Like yeah. He's sort of like the only one that's more true to his roots. Exactly. Of everybody on the show. And I, I, it was weird they did that, but it was actually kind of cool that they did that. Right. So it kind of makes me wonder, like, when they were writing the original Motu series back in the 80s and stuff, Filmation, if maybe they didn't utilize Orko as good as they should have. And yeah. Kevin Smith was like, you know what? Orko's actually a pretty stand-up dude. Let's use him a little bit better, but keep him the same, you know? like Hell yeah. Because that shows how, like, yeah, how true G Orko really is, you know? Yep.
0: <laughs> and the other one, bro, the one that I want is... The Sorceress, because here's my reason why. Okay. They made Evil Lin's head sculpt so fucking beautiful, bro, mm-hmm. that I could just imagine what they do with the Sorceress. It would
1: be amazing. It would be an amazing figure. You know what you, I mean? Do you have? Uh, did you get the new uh, Origins Castle Gray School?
0: I didn't.
1: Because the the Sorceress figure that comes with that is is fucking shit.
0: It's pure shit. Is it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It is a
1: horrible figure. It's fucking straight stick figure, fucking nothing. Like yeah, and it's funny because my daughter loves it. Like that's who she is when we play He Man. She's the sorceress, which you know I I get that. It's one of the one of the few female figures that I have. But as far as actual like figures go and look and everything, it's just pure fucking. It's horrible. It's it's a shitty figure, and I hate saying that because I love everything Motu. But it's legitimately a shitty figure. We need an actual real sorceress figure like i agree with that 100 i think from this series they could actually do that
0: oh yeah oh bro when i first saw this line come out evil Inn was the one i was like i'm fucking getting her mm-hmm. i was like if i have to punch a kid in the face or hit him in the throat i'm getting that fucking evil in
1: yeah it's actually pretty cool and what's weird is i fucking hated evil Lyn from the original series and stuff yeah <laughs> i thought she was a waste of time yeah and then for her to become such a big Intricate part of this series and the person that they got to voice her and everything like she actually She stole the fucking
0: show. Oh, yeah, bro, she's, she's a standout. sexy. I'll say it. <laughs>
1: well, you're not married, so you can I always have to say she's a cool figure, it's really cool voice acting, and um, yeah, it's pretty neat. You know, you're, over those, hater. you're over there like, I fucking bang her, yeah, bend evil in over a fucking evil table, fuck yeah, fucking, <laughs> <laughs> I can't do that.
0: I'll just wink at you, Fernando. <laughs> this, this ain't recorded, right? <laughs> right. This isn't going voice.
1: on. This isn't going on the air, right? <laughs> this is just for us, right? Right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Bro, it, 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 she's a she's a beautiful figurine, man. Um, Skeletor. I love that they did the Cape Soft Goods. Yes. That's that's a that's great badass. addition. Um the skull, the the teeth, the jaw, everything. Badass.
1: It's seriously one of the better skeletor figures that they've made. Oh forever. yeah
0: one thing i was disappointed was you know he's missing his he's missing his purple sword mm-hmm. but, but you know you get that with
1: the skelly god though exactly it's not purple either and It's gray. i haven't opened the skelly god the skelly god box yet i i i well i opened it i haven't taken him out to play with him let's see let's see if we can get in here a little bit but yeah it's it's gray yeah see he's gray in there
0: it almost looks like it. It's identical it like to He-Man, He-Man sword. sword. Yep. Interesting. Which,
1: which kind of sucks. They should have put a purple tint to it or something. Yeah. You know, cause change it up a little bit. And they should have put some of Adam's blood on it.
0: Yeah. That
1: was a fucking trip, right? Wow. We're gonna get into that. Yeah. Oh yeah, we're gonna get into that, man.
0: <laughs> that was that was crazy. This Skelligod action figure. This is another one when I saw and just the look of him. Sal came out with some fucking dope photos of him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I've got some ideas that I'm gonna do. So um, you know, it's just I, I love when Sal comes out with shit and then it just lights a fire under my ass and I'm ready to go. So I got something coming for you, Sal. Yeah, Sal does <laughs>
1: Sal does some crazy actually all you guys all you fucking guys do uh badass figures and I don't I don't or badass figure photography. And I I try but I just I don't have like the the tip, great creativity to do that type of shit, or fucking all the dioramas and all that cool shit.
0: <laughs> oh my god, bro! Don't even get me started on that. It's a rabbit hole that I'm—I don't know if I'll ever get out of.
1: <laughs> I know. I see you guys posting all this shit all the time, and because we have a Funkaholics chat, and I'm always like, damn, they got another fucking—that's like a subway scene or yeah. a sewer scene. Like they have all these <laughs> crazy scenes. I'm like, oh, I got a garage. <laughs> I can stick my He-Man figure next to a stick and pretend like he's fucking in the forest. <laughs> I don't fuck with that shit. You guys handle that. I don't handle that. <laughs> fuck you guys. <laughs> I'm not bitter.
0: It doesn't sound salty at all. I'm not
1: salty at all. <laughs> fuck.
0: Oh man. But and last but not least, Moss Man.
1: Which was amazing that they came out with that. Yes. I was unsure of what Mossman was gonna do in the series. And he is fucking epic. Mossman's been one of my favorite figures since the OG days. Like, I have a complete Mossman at home, which I'm fucking stoked on. But uh, this figure, they did some good justice, too. And he came, and all these figures all come with different accessories and hands and heads and everything. And Mossman was no different. He has a tree trunk hand that comes out and everything. I just didn't bring all that stuff with me tonight because it's all at the house. But Yeah.
0: Oh, no, bro. This is, he's such a beautiful fig. I mean, this one is, the detail on it. Um, the possibility, his head skull, mm-hmm. fucking sick, man. The white eyes, the teeth, the, the green, like it just pops. It does. It's a and badass figure. He's, uh, I'm glad that I hid two of them at Walmart. Cause right? I'm going to go pick one up tomorrow.
1: <laughs> you really, you really, really should. And that's another thing. Like, I don't know. I, like, you really should stop leaving anything Motu on the shelves. Cause like everything, especially now with this new revelation series, all the stuff that's coming out for this is just phenomenal. Product. Oh yeah, it's a really good product. And I even brought the, uh, the uh, the prequel. revelation comic. Yeah, the prequel to the to the show, and uh, it, this has a, some badass stuff in it too. And actually, I I think this might be the first appearance of Scareglow in comics. I'm not sure, but if it is, then that might be some money. I don't know.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh no, definitely. Um, one last thing. Um, Sal hooked you up. Talk to oh, us about yes. it, bro. Yes. So
1: fucking <laughs> Sal. So I am fucking like just balls deep into MoTu constantly, and the other day at work, uh, they did the Mattel Creations did the uh, the uh, Scareglow drop for this Revelation line, and Scareglow is one of the key uh, uh, people in this series. Like he I, he actually has a pretty big part. Yeah, and Scareglow's has always been a fan favorite anyway because he's just evil looking. He glows in the dark. Like he's always he's always been a good toy, a good product. Uh, the Funko Pop, you know that thing's worth like almost four hundred bucks now.
0: Who would have thought such an iconic character was never in the TV series? Never. He's a comic book creation. Mm-hmm. He's just crazy. Like, yeah,
1: he's just basically a fucking thought up toy, you know. What yeah, I mean? like just came out, and uh, but he's a huge part of this of this series, and I love how they kind of worked him into like the heaven hell kind of angle, or whatever. Yeah, and you're gonna get that a lot from Kevin Smith anyway. Kevin Smith's always been sort of a, he he always. Did, Dives into religion and different things like that. Like, look at dogma and stuff. Yeah. But, uh, so, I was at work, and they were doing the toy drop, and I even had an alarm set. I told one of my employees, like, hey, you're running the registers for, you know, 15, 20 minutes. I got to go outside and try this toy drop. I got to get the perfect internet signal. Like, I got to win this, you know. And, yeah. And everybody who collects toys, you guys all know what I'm talking about. Oh, You're trying yeah. to hit these drops. You got to have, like, the perfect spot. You got to make sure your internet's sick. You got to have your credit card out. And if it's not already saved, like, all this bullshit we go through. So I'm in there. I'm doing it. I'm doing. I'm doing. I hit fucking. I hit fucking shop now. I waited for the timer to run down. As soon as I hit one second, I hit shop now. Hit got girl in my cart, and then I was next in line for checkout. Boom, boom, boom. Got all my information in, and then pow, sold out. And oh, you pulled him up. There he goes, right there. Look at that fucking figure. That thing he is, is so beautiful, sick. bro. He's he, so badass. He actually comes with like his normal, you know, green staff, like he has his little sword staff. But then that other sword that's with it. It's kinda of different. Yeah. Because like, it's a thicker like power
0: sword. It's a <clears throat> it's a, it's it's an identical replica of of He Man's sword. But it looks thicker. But it's it's designed like differently. Yeah. Let's see if I can zoom in on that.
1: And he has uh some gloves, like if he was in the Misfits, uh the the band the Misfits, Right. You know, they always wear those those, <laughs> those skeleton <Yeah>. hand gloves. <laughs> but Sal actually uh we had the Funko and the not Funko and the Funkaholics uh, chat he put, hey, who got the uh, Scare Glow? And I was like, dude, I fucking sold out, whatever, whatever. And he's like, oh, I got two. And I was like, oh, well, fuck, can I get one? And he's like, yeah, I might sell you one. And he's, and then you guys all chime in. He's all, I'll sell it to you, Steve. Fucking bid. I know. He's all, I'll sell it to you, Steve, because you're the most Motu guy I know. And then and then Nando pops in. Let's see how he really feels. I'll bid 200 or whatever. Like, you guys all fucking bid me up. But at the end of the day, I got the Scare Glow,
0: and thank you, Sal, for doing it. Yeah, your VP fucking stirred the pot first, <laughs> yeah, bro. right,
1: fucking asshole.
0: He's I all, know. let's test that loyalty.
1: Let's test that Funko Fiend's loyalty right now. That's right, he did. That was Isaac that did yeah. that, the and VP. Yeah, and then once
0: I, once I saw his, his post, and I was like, all right, 100 bucks, and Sal's so like, fuck, well, I guess I'm not keeping mine. Yeah, because he was
1: like, I guess I'll sell my other yeah. one because he got two, and everyone's putting money down. So but thank you, Sal. And then the picture that we have up right now, it's the Skelet- Scare uh, It's a glow-in-the-dark uh, picture of everything that glows on him. And, of course, his rib cage, his head, and everything. But this sword is crazy because the, yeah, the, the actual blade part glows in the dark, but then the, the handle and everything doesn't. But it just it's such an epic figure, and I hope... That the cape is soft goods too. I think it probably it's got to be right. It's got to be the, the one. The
0: one on. thing that I hope, bro, is that it's wired. Oh, that would be cool. So that you can flex it can and it. yeah, because
1: yeah. that's kind of what it looks like they're doing in the picture there. Yep. But for it to be such an exclusive and everything, they, I'm sure they put a little bit more effort into it. Oh yeah. But for the price point on it too, I think it only, it dropped as, like 35 bucks. Like mm-hmm. That's actually less than I thought it was going to be. It's going to be now on eBay they're like 150, 180. Oh yeah, but. But for the original price drop, for the original drop, thirty-five bucks actually isn't bad for a figure of that stature.
0: Look at that pose right there. I know that's ah. such
1: an epic figure. I can't wait. I can't wait for that to come in.
0: Oh yeah, man, that one's that one's super badass. I might have to go buy, it, bro, and just show you show you how to take pictures of him.
1: Right? Yeah. <laughs> see, teach me the ways, you fucking guys. I just like fucking. I. Just, so, yeah, I suck at taking pictures. I just put my figures, like, in front of a wall. And was like, boom, here you go, click. And it's, like, fucking mug shots. I got plenty of Motu mugshots shots yeah. you guys need them. <laughs>
0: oh, man. Yeah, bro. Um, uh, uh, congratulations, man. That's awesome. I and mean, like I said, um, when I when I saw it in there, I was just like, like, I was like, it's got to go to Steve, man. I was just like, you know, Steve's, Steve's a fucking Motu mafioso, so. Yeah. And, we that's, gotta.
1: and that's actually something else we're trying to get off the ground too, is the Motu Mafia. Like it was something that myself and another guy on Instagram, Peps, uh, we uh we we're just talking one day and like we just had we, each one of us kept posting Motu stuff and just liking each other's stuff. And we actually I've known each other for a while on Instagram from collecting comics and stuff too. And uh, he was like one of the big heavy hitters in, in comic books and stuff for a long time. He would win all these raffles, he'd win all these big, you know, grails and these key books and whatever and He's always been, like, a pretty heavy hitter dude on there. And then I noticed him starting to post, like, Motu stuff. And I'm like, wait, you collect Motu as well, you know? And then I'd post Motu stuff. And we started commenting on each other's Motu stuff and whatever. And we're like, dude, like, apparently we both really like fucking Motu. (laughs) Let's do something about this. And I was like, well, let's fucking make a group. Like, because, you know, there's groups everywhere. Oh, yeah. There's a, I'm fucking part of, like, five groups.
0: (laughs) I don't know how you do it, bro. I don't know either. I couldn't even keep up with the current group and, like, all the stuff that you guys got in there. And I'm like. Damn, these guys post daily, and I'm over here sitting here with a Skeletor Cholo shirt. And <laughs> <laughs> that's like my recent addition. Right. You know what I mean?
1: <laughs> I don't know, dude. It's hard to keep up with everything. But I, I, I'm in a bunch of different groups, like Yancey Street Syndicate and Funko Fiends and Funko Fiends Southwest and, and uh, Vinyl Vendetta and Motu Mafia. And there's actually like a Motu Mafia chat that I started up. I, I think I had you in it, right? Yeah. Yeah, I have you in I it. couldn't keep up. Bro. <laughs> yeah, it's it was... just too much stuff. <laughs> But uh, the Motu Mafia chat. But anyway, Peps and I were talking about it. And I was like, dude, we should just do like a Motu like, gang or something, you know? And and he was the one that actually threw the two words Motu Mafia together. Because I was like, Motu. I, I don't remember what I said. It's a some Motu something. It was uh, like an M word. Motu Mob, I think I said, or something like yeah. that. He's like, what about Motu Mafia? And I was like, oh.
0: That's got a great ring like, to that it. That
1: fucking bangs. I was like, Motu <laughs> Mafia. Like, yeah. So. I just started throwing that on hashtags on anything Motu that I post, you know. I, just, I do the same on my end, yeah. bro.
0: Anytime I see, like, the toy hunts or whatever, and there's anything Masters of the Universe, Motu Mafia yeah. right in there.
1: So it's actually kind of worked out to be, like, a good uh, a hashtag to click on and go find a bunch of cool Motu toys and stuff. And it just sort of, that's kind of, like, the point of it anyway, just go find things and see cool shit or whatever. So, but, yeah, just kind of, uh, I'm trying to make it, like, a legitimate thing, though. But, like I said, I have so many other fucking groups yeah. going on. Got
0: your hands in a lot of things, bro. <laughs> Trust me, I was I was there, too, and with the Funkaholics, just, you know, the YouTube channel, the social media, and the podcast, I'm like, you know what, I just gotta stay in my lane and chill the fuck out. Right?
1: <laughs> That's the thing, too, is, like, I want to be involved in so much shit, too, like, I want to do all these toy shows and all these things, and it's just, I, but, God, like, there's real life involved, too, like, we yeah. all have jobs, we all have families and kids and things, and just, it's hard to keep, keep up with all this shit, but, so at least on instagram though i try to keep up pretty well like and even like i go a couple of days without posting something i'll be like okay i need to fucking get active on there again and i'll just throw some just random toy pics or whatever but every friday though without fail you'll see some shit on friday yeah oh
0: yeah <laughs> it's some really good shit too <laughs>
1: <laughs> if you uh, actually if you click on like the hashtag Todd force friday and then just go back like to as far back as it's because it's been on for this that hashtag's been around i think for like five years and I used to have an actual, an, uh, another uh, Todd Force one page that got deleted because like, of shit I posted. <laughs> but it got taken away. But if you actually go back in time to the first Todd Force Fridays, that shit was super raw. Yeah. I mean, everybody that posted, we were just like, it was fucking insane the shit we got away with yeah. until I finally got deleted. But. So then I had to get a new page and whatever, but yeah. yeah before was, the world got all fucking PC. Yeah, it was like we got away with shit until everyone got their fucking panties in a ruffle. Yep. So I don't know. Yeah,
0: we gotta take the fun out of everything, man. We'll For see real. what happens with Instagram coming up in the future, because I don't like what I'm hearing from it.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's, it's I don't
0: know. They're trying to be fucking TikTok, and it's just like stay in your lane, man. Just mm-hmm. Instagram is great the way that it is. Just leave it the fuck alone. But leave all of it alone. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens, man. Time will tell. But. Back to the goodness, the, the good shit. Um, let's talk about the show, bro. So <laughs> the show of the comic book are... Let's get... So the show from the comic book... God <laughs> damn. You all right? <laughs> bro, Tila, I mean, uh, Evil Lynn's getting me all flustered over here. Might have Even to turn her around? around. Yeah, turn her around. Ah, uh, it I, might be worse. I had her staring at you and you fucking got all pee-pee hearted. <laughs> we'll, I got all titillated, bro. We'll put
1: Mossman in front of you instead. And we'll put <laughs> we Evil Lynn over here on the side. There we go.
0: There we go. Alright, so the creator of the of Motua Revelations is none other than comic book men's Kevin Smith... And what a star-studded cast that he put together.
1: Yeah, insane cast. So let's start
0: out with the greats, bro. We've got Sarah Michelle Gellar Mm -hmm. playing the voice of Tila. Right. We know her as Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yes, we do. We got the sexy... Oof. (laughs) (laughs) Lena Hady playing the voice of Evil Lynn. And we know her from 300 and Got.
1: Yep, also, too, she was uh, the mom in... uh, Fighting with my family. Yes, the page story. for Yes, WA. she was the mom in that. She was badass in yeah. that one too. Bro.
0: Yeah. Oh man, I love her. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, and then we got Liam Cunningham playing the voice of Man at Arms. Yes. Um, he was the guy that um, uh, he um.
1: I'm pulling him up right now because he was a stuff.
0: he was the voice of. God damn it! I can't remember. I had it in my head. He's the—he's vo- one of the main voices from the original cartoon. I can't remember who it was.
1: He did Rick and Morty too. I didn't know that.
0: Oh no! Wait! No! 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 Um, he's Game from of Game of Thrones too. Game of Thrones, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: He's Game of Thrones and Clash of Titans. Yes,
0: he was one of my favorite ones. He was the guy in Game of Thrones I couldn't read. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then we got Alicia Silverstone. I didn't see that coming. She was playing the voice of Queen Marlena.
1: Yeah, that was weird, right? I didn't I see was, that coming. I didn't either. And actually, it's uh, funny you say the Queen, because uh, the King Randor was played by Diedrich Bader, which was uh, the guy in um, Office Space. Yes. He's like, I'll tell you what I'll do, man. Two chicks <laughs> at the same yeah. time. Like, you know what I mean? And he also did Trap Jaw, too. So that yeah. was kind of cool.
0: That was awesome, man. <clears throat> we got Tony Todd that played the voice of Scare Glow.
1: Yeah. That is Candyman, cool. Man. Yeah, bro. Candyman was Scareglow, Glow. And right? Scareglow was the shit.
0: Fuck yeah. And... I recognize the voice a little bit, like, when he was talking. Because, I mean, obviously, they do, you know, like, their own editing. And, yeah, of course. You know what I mean? They improve the voices and shit like that. But, dude, so fucking badass that they brought him in there to play that voice.
1: Mm-hmm. It was a trip that they did that. And, actually, it was crazy that they brought Mark Hamill in for Skeletor. Yes. When he's actually Joker in the Batman series and stuff. And... Uh, he did an amazing job as Skeletor, I have to say. And they got the original Skeletor, the original voice of Skeletor, Alan. Yep. And he was playing, um, oh, I just went blank. He is... Uh, he was Mossman. Yes, Mossman. Thank you. Alan Oppenheimer <laughs> was Mossman. And Mossman was really cool, man. I really liked Mossman's vibe and everything of the uh, in this series. I thought it was kind, right? of, kind of awesome.
0: I freaked out. They had Justin Long playing the voice of Roboto. Yep. Yep. That was strange a, a lot of this cast seems like it's uh friends of kevin smith <laughs> for real <laughs> you know what i mean but it's
1: strange too because like henry rollins was triclops
0: yeah that like, was that crazy was a trip.
1: like henry rollins is triclops we had um we yeah, got justin long's roboto like that was crazy
0: we got the honorable mention Fucking who who better to play Stinkor than fucking Jason Mewes.
1: Yeah, that's definitely one. Of, that's definitely a Kevin Smith friend, right oh, there. Oh yeah. And, and to play Stinkor, that was fucking. That was really cool, actually. I know he
0: had his daughter doing one of the voices, but I couldn't even figure out which character it was on the show.
1: I don't know either. Yeah, but, Harley uh,
0: Quinn. She was. I know she was one of the voices, but. Oh, uh, Alina, I, or Alina or something like that. Yeah,
1: Alina. But I don't even remember who that
0: was. I couldn't figure it out. I I literally watched it, two or three times. You yeah. know, because I was like. You know, the first time I'm taking notes, second time I just want to see it, you know, all the way through and then, yeah, so I don't know, that was interesting, but, um, so one thing I wanted to cover with you, bro, because the first episode was so iconic and so fast paced, Mm -hmm. um, I kind of just went down a list and put in there, you know, who we saw, right, So, of the good guys, and let me know if you saw anybody different, but of the good guys, I know we saw... Obviously, we saw He-Man. Yes. We got to see Prince Adam. Yep. There was Man-at-Arms. Man-at-Arms. Orko. Cringer. Yep. Battle Cat. Tila. Yep. Fisto. Yep. Clamp Champ.
1: Yeah, that was weird, too, to see Clamp Champ. Right. That's, like, such a far-out-there secondary character. Exactly. And what's a trip, too, is in the Origins line of the toys... They made a Clamp Champ deluxe figure, and it's like, okay, Clamp Champ, Clamp Champ was never really, like, a big, you know, big deal. Right. It, it I it. had to
0: go to you, because I'm like, Steve, who the fuck is this? Yeah. And, and you're like, bro, it's Clamp Champ. Clamp and I'm <laughs> like, I don't remember him. <laughs> but
1: it was, it was weird to see him in this series. Like, I was like, okay, so that's weird. They just came out with the Origins figure of him. He's not a big deal, but they're making him in this series. Like, right. I almost wonder, like, did they... Uh, do they see, like, a bunch of Origins figures that came out and might have actually sold pretty well, and they just, like, wrote them into the show, or I don't Could know? Could have been. Like, kind of weird.
0: Either that or, I mean, I know Kevin Smith said this is one for, you know, for the He-Man fans. He yeah. preached that, like, yeah, multiple he times. he really did. Maybe he was wanting to throw in all these characters for, like, all the different generations.
1: For everyone that wanted to see these guys and yeah. other things and never got to see it. Because, I mean, literally,
0: so what? He-Man started in, what, 82? 83? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's close AMs. to 40 years later yep. that they're bringing this thing back to life. You know what I mean? Yep. So I kind of understand where, I mean, maybe where he's showing all those. Um, we saw the Sorceress, mm-hmm. Mossman. These ones came in later, but I, I added them. We got Roboto.
1: Which was amazing to have, Roboto, because that was never a big focal point of anything either.
0: Exactly. And
1: he, like, is a big deal. And actually, to be honest with you, the way they wrote about him in this in this series, I actually kind of like learned more about him from that. Like oh I yeah, was, I never really like got deep in Roboto's stuff, you know, because he's. I like the figure because it's clear, and then when I was a kid, I had the figure because it was clear and you could shake his his uh, waist and the gears and would the move gears and turn stuff. inside yeah. his body, yeah. But like, I never. That's <laughs> other than that, I never cared about who he was or where he came from or anything, right? And then the way they the way that they wrote him into this series, you know, being uh, a replica of Man in Arms, basically. And that he can do what Man in Arms does and all that stuff. I was like, wow, that's fucking good. Like, is that what... I don't even know if that's really how it is in the actual original...
0: The way, they, world. The way they wrote his character, you can't help but fall in love with him. No, you, you can't. You become a fan And instantly. the voice of him, too. He's yeah. just fucking
1: awesome. Yeah, he is. And whenever... Uh, after I watched this series, I actually... I actually went to my one one of my Motu shells and I actually pulled Roboto from the background and put him to the front ground because so I'm like, well, "This guy's fucking awesome." Nice. It made me did really the rotation. Like, yeah, huh? I did the rotation. <laughs> I was like, "All right, you made it to first cut. You're up here now, buddy." Like, and I was happy to have a complete Roboto from back in the day. Right. And I was like, "Okay, cool," because I've had two Robatos now, uh, or three. I've had three Robatos in my life. One was the one when I had when I was a kid. Another one was one that I got from you and he had really wonky legs
0: yeah those ones those <laughs> ones are very loose bro yep. and
1: then i ended up <laughs> i ended up actually selling him and i got another roboto which was the complete one from nice another, from another guy so i i had i had two robotos in my life and i got rid of or three in my life and i got rid of the, the one you got me i ended up selling for it wasn't much but i got some money for it to go towards getting a complete Roboto. because yeah. that's the thing is you always want to you don't want to sell your shit and not have it again, but you want to try to at least upgrade into other things. Oh, there. yeah. So. If you have
0: the opportunity to get a complete one, I mean, by all means, that's just uh, that's just the way to go. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and that was what I did. Because right? it's
0: so hard to, like, piece them together. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just easier just to get the whole the whole shebang.
1: Because when you piece them together, you spend more. Because the, the weapons are actually more expensive than the figures. Yep. 'Cause everybody's got the figures. But think about how many eight year olds lost all these little knives and guns. Right. Just like G.I. Joe figures, like those oh, yeah. fuckers are impossible to get. <laughs> you know, the weapons are just little, you know. So.
0: Exactly. And then to finish out the good guys, we got mm-hmm. Hero and Strider.
1: I was hoping you were gonna actually mention those. And actually though you left off one which was actually the Wonder Bread He-Man Oh, variant.
0: yes.
1: And it was insane. How did I fucking forget that it one? It was insane to see him. Uh, whenever he walked out, I told my wife right and I
0: was like, <gasps> <Is that> He <coughs> <I> just fucking
1: <laughs> choked. I was like, that's the Wonder Bread He-Man. That's Wonder Bread He-Man. She's like, what the fuck does that mean? I was like, you know the one I showed you? He's like $3,000. You can't fucking get him. Like, Wonder Bread He-Man. He was a male away yes. he man Like, it was like, that was a big fucking figure in the 80s.
0: Bro, I got to send you a YouTube video. Fucking Pixel Dan. Yeah, Pixel Dan. Finds Wonder Bread Man. I'm sure he did. That guy had a, a fucking old shop, bro, that you never would have even known have had it. Right. And he fucking scored it.
1: Pixel Dan is a big Motu guy too. Yeah. yeah, actually, I just got his book well not just, I got it about two months ago, but he has the he has the whole toy book, All the Toys of He Man, which is an amazing book. So shout out to Pixel Dan actually with that, because that book is phenomenal. And did you it's, see, it's fucking sick?
0: Did you see his video of Snake Pit? Mm-hmm oh my god yeah. oh, that, that guy
1: yeah I am, I am a Motu novice. I'm like where do you have the
0: space to put that right
1: <laughs> it's a fucking because it came from Super 7 that snake pit that snake mountain is uh, just crazy yeah and I wanted to get it but it was like 900 bucks and it also takes up like all your rooms so. oh yeah
0: like right in here bro it would literally just cover the entire room
1: yeah it would but one of these days, I'll, I'll, I mean, there's still so much Motu stuff that I still need. I know I, i like, talk a lot of shit and say, like, oh, I like Motu, and I have Motu, whatever. But there's just so much shit I do. Oh, yeah. I, but, like, what I do have, I'm proud of. No, <laughs> you no. know? Oh, so, you got a
0: great collection, bro, I and I love proud. the way you're putting it together.
1: I keep working on it, so we'll, we'll <laughs> see how it goes.
0: So let's get into the bad guys. Which is the best guys. For the just as I suspected. Hollow,
1: you metal-munching moron.
0: <laughs> right, Skeletor? You're such a hard-ass man. Blake. He is. He they he still is. love you. They still follow you.
1: Yep. Team Skeletor. <laughs> I'm even wearing my Skeletor shirt. Hell yeah. yeah.
0: I have that shirt. It's fucking yep. dope.
1: Team Skeletor.
0: So for the bad guys, I saw Triclops, Spikeor, Skeletor, evil beast Beastman, Trapjaw, yep. Scareglow, Yep. Faker. Yes. I want to talk to you and about that, that one. That
1: was different. The Let's, faker. We'll,
0: we'll leave that one for, for after and we'll talk about that one. Okay. I saw Blast Attack. Yes! Blast Attack was on right. there
1: too. Like it was so cool. Yeah. <laughs> Clawful. Yep, Clawful was it? in there. Yep, Clawful. And then Merman. And Merman was awesome too.
0: Um some of the vehicles that I saw was Bashasaurus. Uh-huh. Uh Rotons. Yep. Night Stalker. And Landshark.
1: Yep. And Landshark, I guess, like, broke down, too, or yeah. something. It was funny. But the Rotons, it, my daughter was super stoked. She was like, oh, my God, Dad, that's the one we just built. Because we, we got the you know the Mega Construct set with nice. the Roton in it. And Merman, I think, came with.
0: Yeah, that one's a badass setup. It's
1: a good set. Yeah, so she was, like, super stoked. And I love that little, the little Roton on my, on my shelf. It just looks cool. And to see that in the cartoon, I mean, we already saw it in the cartoons in the past. But, like, to see it again now, like, it just... Just brings back so many memories and like, yeah. so much nostalgia. It was really cool.
0: I think that first episode, bro, was just one for, like, to hit all the Motu fans, like, right in the fillers.
1: I think that's exactly what the point they were doing with that. And I they, think so. They just were like, okay, look, the, all the original Motu guys, you're going to love this. Here you go. Bam, here's everybody you want to see. And there's still a lot we still need to see. Oh,
0: yeah. Definitely. There's a lot more that we got going go. Because
1: even when they brought Stinkor out, uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and dope. he
0: looked badass. Like mm-hmm. I was kind of stressed out. I was worried, you know, how they were gonna go with like the anime look. Yep. And they did it, it came out legit. It it's, was
1: it's funny you say that because it is total anime. Like whenever like, you know, um when Adam got stabbed, yeah, and his eyes twitched and flickered like an anime fucking like you almost could hear like a, a little <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> you know, like, the, like the japanimation fucking little girl crying like yeah <laughs> the eyes twitch oh man like the whole thing i was just i was just beside myself on how yeah. awesome it was i really not know was. i was
0: i was blown away so one of the things though that i was pissed off about because i'm such a huge fan of faker also he's mm-hmm. one of my favorite characters mm-hmm. um Bro, talk to me. What did you think about when you saw that?
1: Well, okay. So the thing is, is I was pissed that he's not blue. He's not Faker that we used to, that we all know and love. I do get the idea. Okay, so they could, that's fine. They made him a robot. That's cool. That's totally fine. But they should, and he was basically a robot anyway. If you if you have the original Faker toys and stuff, you lift the chest plate up. He's got these, you know, his mm-hmm. gadgets and stuff. So he was a robot, Yes. But they could have kept him a little bit more to the original by making him blue and everything. But I love the fact that they used him in this series yeah, like they did. But I really do think that they should have. Uh, they could have kept him. They kept everybody else like so close to old school and, and even like dabbled in old school with him. But they just really fucking changed Faker. Yeah, they did. And I was a little, uh, I was happy to, to see them, uh, to see Faker. I was happy to see him. But I wish they would have kept him blue and just kind of like, because that's the Faker that we know. You know? Oh, yeah. And, actually, if they would have even put the chest plate, you know, if they would have actually even shown that, his little faker gadgetry that's under his uh, – because if you have a faker with that sticker on it, like, that's amazing cause that sticker's, like, gone, you know. But um, if they would have just even, like, shown that for a second, that would have been, like, the perfect homage to the old-school Motu. But yep. they kind of fucking dropped the ball on that one. Yeah, they did. A little bit. I, I was – so. um,
0: that was a big swing and a miss for me. And then And that's where, like, I – you know, the, the – motu analyst side of me was just Mm -hmm. sitting there and i'm like all right okay like don't jump off the boat yet but yeah it was something that stood out to me and then you know like i said you know we we talked about tila for a brief moment Mm -hmm. and the way they changed her up i wasn't on board with that either you know what i mean i'm like I know Tila to be one way, and yes, we're in a new generation, and you know this is called revelation. And I know that they're changing up a little bit, but I mean to completely go that route, it threw me off. But I still kind of bought in. I, I mean, I don't know. Like she was just, she was a bitch. Yeah, like she was mad at the world. Like she was, she was. An she asshole. overpowered Evil Lynn's character
1: at times. Yeah, yeah.
0: You know what I mean? Like you and- were almost like, I'm confused. Is Tila the bad guy, and Evelyn is the good guy? Like That's
1: kind of how they almost did it. You know, you almost play sides. Yeah, you almost do play sides, because after a while, you're kind of like, all right, like, fuck you, Tila. Because like, yeah. <laughs> she was. She was cheating everybody everybody for a long time, too. She was everybody, and she was just like this bounty hunter thing, and she just didn't like... She wrote off Man in Arms, who's her dad, you know? Duncan, yeah. Yeah. Like, Starts calling him Duncan, whatever. Like, it's like, okay, what the fuck is really going on? So, there is, I I do see little hints of what's going to happen with all that, though. Right. And I think that it's going to come out that Man in Arms is just, like, watching over her, but not her actual real dad. I see some different shit that they're going to, I think they might do with this whole story. That's interesting you say that. I like that, bro. Yeah, because I think it's going to come out because she started calling him Duncan and, like, and they have a secret and he tried to tell her a secret and they didn't have time for it because something happened. I don't remember exactly. Right. But, like, something was going on and, and she's like, "Later, we'll talk about that later." So something's gonna come up where I have a feeling that uh, they're gonna they're gonna make it to where like basically Man in Arms sort of had to raise Tila because she's like a dirty secret of like fucking King Randor or something and she ends up that's why she's world that's why she's a badass too like he-man because she has he-man's blood in her right but i I don't know i could be off i could be wrong because
0: her and prince adam too were very brother sister like yeah they were that's the impression that i got from the from the series and everything um it's going to be interesting to see where they take her character and everything and i know i was reading a lot of the you know like These hardcore Motu fans that just didn't want to give the show an opportunity. Right. They were assholes about it. Yeah, they were fucking ripping the whole thing apart. And they're, you know, you you had said it earlier. You're like, it's supposed to be about He-Man, but yet the story's being told through Tila's eyes. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, all of a sudden she's the hero. She's the one to save Eternia. But, you know, it's like, is she really going to? Because she kind of like, she turned her back on them and and gave them the finger. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? She, you know, she was getting crowned man at arms, and then all of a sudden, shit goes south, and then she's just like giving the finger to she's them. Sounds like everybody, yeah. yeah.
1: She's like, everybody lied to me, man. Like,
0: exactly. <laughs>
1: I, yeah, I get that. and That's just, I don't know. But I think what what they should have done, or they could have done, was uh, like instead of her, I mean, I get she was mad that everybody lied to her and whatever, but it's not, I don't see it as a full Tila story. I still see it as it is a He Man story. They're using He Man though as a plot device to pull you in more. Like they take right. they like killed Adam, you know, quote unquote killed Adam, whatever, and then Adam goes to, you know, Paternia and in he's and but he chose his Prince Adam self to be instead of being the He Man self. I found that interesting. He chose the good heartedness of Adam actually. And then like the dad was you know, King Randor was always like he he kinda like treated Adam like a like a redheaded stepchild because he wasn't like a man like he wanted him to be or right. whatever. And just, there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of really crazy issues in this whole series that, that they touch on. But It was I, crazy,
0: the secrets. And then just the way Randor fucking it all over Man-at-Arms. Like, mm-hmm. he basically was just like, get like, the fuck out of yeah. here. You're I'm done, done with you.
1: Yeah, and then Tilo's like, in turn, like, well, fuck everybody. I'm done with everyone. Yep. It's like... Y'all are a bunch of quitters. Like, yeah, you're supposed to be <laughs> supposed to be the masters of the universe, and you guys are the fucking like quitters of the universe. But... Exactly.
0: I'm like, where the fuck are the corny lines, man? Like, get cheesy for me a little bit, but it, it was, was.
1: They did a little bit though. Like they had, I had, I did enjoy some of the stuff that they did. They did kind of make make uh, flat uh, kind of uh, homage to the original series. Like when Skeletor would start to say something like fucking crazy, whatever, they shot him. You know, it was like, yeah, ah, and like shut him <laughs> up. Whatever. They did. They did. They did pretty cool little things like that, but. Overall, though, it was—I just honestly think it was a really well-written uh, series, and I, I really think that I read somewhere too that uh, everyone's like, you know, what Kevin Smith is, is such a Star Wars fanatic because he is—he's like the biggest Star Wars fan yeah. ever. That they're almost like okay, he's writing this kind of like it's his own Return of the Jedi and you know Empire Strikes Back and yep you know I'm, not, I'm Star Wars like this is the Star Wars you know so like this is the first episode of our of our journey you know of Masters of the Universe. And in the next series, the next uh, uh, season is going to be, you know, the Skelly God season. And that's going to be kind of like our return to the Jedi. And then we're going to climax it with, like, probably a season three, which is going to be kind of like our own, like, masters of the universe, Empire Strikes Back. Right. And I think that kind of makes sense because that's how Kevin's mind works. You know, he's, he's such a Star Wars geek and Star Wars fanatic that that's almost it'd be like it'd be like if i wrote a movie it'd be totally all corny one-liners because i'm (laughs) such a motu fanatic from the filmation days you know right so it's kind of weird it's it's interesting to see him write this and do this though like i really think it's kind of refreshing to have kevin smith do it
0: oh yeah i mean you know this is all through you know through his eyes and and his brain and what he's coming up with and like i said i mean you know he brought drama into it, and I can appreciate that because mm-hmm. we're sitting here talking about it. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, it's um, I I love to see where the story's gonna go. It's it's got me hooked. You know what I mean? I I sat there and kind of like read all the reviews, and I'm just like, man, y'all are just way too hardcore in this. Like, one, be thankful that this has been resurrected, and you have yeah. the opportunity at getting new things. You yeah, know, we
1: actually have this to look forward to. You know, because. We didn't have this like this is like been a long time coming for all of us, you know this whole Motu thing. let have a quick picture, real quick. Yeah, go. but um, <laughs> but yeah, and, and what I what I'm not liking is the negative reviews. Is people that are getting real political with it. They're like, oh, I don't think a woman should be a hero. Oh, I don't think this and this and this. It's he man, master universe, not he woman, master universe. And it's like, shut the fuck up, get out of here. You know, like. Fucking, we can have women heroes now. Like, it doesn't matter. It's not the fucking 40s. You know what I mean? Like, we're not in Mad Men. We're in fucking Masters of the Universe. Like, shut the fuck up. I just don't like the fact that they they took, I'm awesome. I love the fact that we have a a female hero in Tila. I love that. But they didn't have to, you know, let her be be a female empowered, you know, a hero. Don't cut her hair. Don't take her hair away. Don't take that away. Like, let her still be a, a woman and be strong. You know, that's what I think they should have done. But, you know, whatever. It is what it is. That's one thing I disagree with, but I don't like people turning it into a whole political agenda. All these people are like, "No, oh, man, can't have a woman be in charge." Yeah. Like that shit's just fucking. Yeah, up.
0: I know that's where where a lot of them are going, and I mean, I watched a couple of videos on YouTube where people were kind of just shitting on it. Um, there was one I appreciated her perspective and where she was going with it, and you know, she she was just like, "You got to look at it through a different set of eyes. You got to look at it as you know." True MoTu fans, yeah, they're gonna have a hard time with it, but be thankful for, you know, something that's new and, you know, just it it it, it gets an opportunity to twist up the story, yeah, or or tell it in a different way. And you know I, what I mean? I think
1: it's completely refreshing. I love it. Like I'm just I'm so stoked on this entire thing. And from the first episode to the fifth episode, I watched it back to back to back to back to back. To back. I'm like, dude, I'm I gotta I got more. I need more. I need oh more. yeah. Like, oh yeah and there was so many twists and turns like when they fucking killed Prince Adam and just all this different You're <laughs> like what the fuck are they gonna do now yeah. like, and in the first and in the first episode I think they killed like three people like, yep. and you're like what the fuck like Mossman's <laughs> gone like yeah. what are we supposed to do here like because in the actual original cartoons everyone's there every episode so yep. it's like the same stupid shit every episode you yeah. know and it's like oh I'll get you he-man meh, meh, yeah. you know and then <laughs> fucking comes back next episode
0: oh you got me again he-man yeah.
1: meh, meh, you know like <laughs> And this was just like, no, you're fucking dead. Boom. Pff, yeah, gone, that's right. it. You're
0: gone. Story's <laughs> over for you. And like, you're like,
1: what the fuck? Like, yeah. That was the most uh, trippy part about this whole thing.
0: And I mean, when you say it like that, too, that tells us, you know, it's just, um, we grew with it. Like, mm-hmm. it's more adult oriented now. Is, you know what yeah, I mean? Because when is. we were kids, we talked about all the cheesy shit and everything. Mm-hmm. And then now we get to adults and we have an adult masters of the universe. Yep. And a story that's told that way, I mean, fuck, bro. I mean, you know, some of these Motu fans, it's just like, hey, you guys are just a little too hardcore, man. Just let loose. Yeah. Enjoy it for what it is. Just enjoy the ride. At least yeah. we can
1: have something out here to do enjoy, you know. Like shit, we could be sitting here not talking about Master Universe. You know, they could, we could not have new toys out. We cannot have new comic books exactly. out. We could not have all this stuff. You know, but we do, and and we should enjoy it and enjoy oh, the yeah. ride because not a lot of times do you get like this kind of opportunity to have a whole new resurrection of a toy line or a storyline or a comic book line or any of this stuff. You know, mm-hmm. once once something goes away, it goes away. Like, and this is actually starting to pull other lines out of out of the grave. You know, like I'm yep. starting to see stuff posted for like Silverhawks, and I'm starting to see, you know, Thundercats has always been kind of like in the background. Oh you know, yeah. as kind of like a resurrecting series, but. But for like you know, but they haven't come out with like a, F- a Thundercats uh, cartoon yet. I don't believe you know. But I think this opens the door for a lot of cool '80s stuff to have like a new, new, a refreshing vision of it. You know, a new oh, yeah. vision of it. Because I think we need this. You know, I think it's fun, especially for all of us old guys. That. When we were kids, we couldn't have all the toys and all that stuff. We could only get certain things or whatever because, you know, my parents were broke or whatever. But now that we're grown-ups and we actually make our own money, we can buy whatever we want. Oh, yeah. We can buy ourselves all these toys and <laughs> shit now. Like, I don't have to ask Mommy. Like, hey, you know, can you sell, like, $10 of food stamps to your friend? That way I can get a fucking Motu figure. Right. You know, like, that shit ain't happening now, <laughs> motherfucker.
0: <laughs> oh, man, I used to have to have yard sales out in the front of my house, man, and just uh, just sling some toys, man, to get <laughs> them Motu figures. That's right. It's Bro, it's just- it's so crazy. one of my one of my old bosses, uh, Jack, and I'm I'm gonna call you out, Jack, because I still haven't fucking got a hold of you, but one time we were talking, bro, we were just shooting the shit in the office and everything, and he was just like he was blown away. One, he was just like, I don't know how the fuck you know so much about WWF, mm-hmm. WWE. He's like, It's ridiculous. <clears throat> then we started talking like Master of the Universe and everything. Bro, he still has all of his fucking original He Mans. Really? Yeah.
1: Are they complete and stuff? Or They're they, complete. No way. Yeah.
0: At that time, he didn't have two boys. Yeah. I was doing everything I fucking could, bro, to get my hands on that tub. Like, I was like, bro, just let me go to the house. Just yeah. let me check it out. And he would not let me fucking. still it. won't sell it or get rid of so. Go- he told me that he's going to leave them for his boys. <sighs> I haven't seen any photos of the boys playing with them yet. Right? So, so that's why. Out? Right. So, um I'm going to see, and, and 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 what I might do is, like, I might even tell him, like, bro, just bring him out, give me some photos, or record yeah. it, or something, you know, just so that we can see what you might be sitting on. Right, for real, yeah. You know what I mean? Because he and, might be sitting on some gold stuff. Oh, right? yeah. Bro, right. if he has a Wonder Bread He-Man in there, I swear to God. Right, for
1: real. <laughs> like, I got lucky. I, I had a, 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 a mutual friend of my wife and I, actually, it was it was one of her old boyfriends from high school. And uh, we're mutual friends on Instagram now and everything because, like, I, I'm, I'm cool, whatever. So. Yeah. But uh, he messaged me one day, and he's like, dude, he's like, hey, I was at my mom's house, and I found a box full of, you know, Motu toys or whatever, and I, know, I see you post Motu all the time. Would you be interested? And I'm like, yeah, okay, what you got? Right? You know, and he's like, I don't know what I have. He's like, it's just my figures from when I was a kid, you know, like just some toys. So I'm like, all right, well, you know, what do you want for them whatever? And he's like, I right, just, you know, 30, 40 bucks, like whatever it costs. I'll just ship them to you, and then you just send me some money. I'm like okay cool, so they came in two of the red MoTu cases, the figure cases. Oh, okay. And, uh, I opened them up, and there was and both layers because there's two layers to these cases, <clears throat> so there was eight figures in each in each case, and I got two of those, so I got 16 figures total. I guess what it's what it is four eight yeah 16. yeah 16. So I opened them up, and uh, in one of them was a Skeletor, and I didn't know it at the time uh, that it was called the Half Boot Skeletor. No and,
0: way. Yeah, and I
1: didn't know I didn't know exactly what that meant. And I posted a picture of it on, on one of my social media pages. And somebody was like, dude, half half boot skeleton. And I'm like, what's that? So I researched it more because there's a lot of different variants of He-Man figures. It was a lot. Oh, yeah. There's like the Taiwan. I've versions. watched YouTube there's, videos on the half boot skeleton. Yeah, there's there's villains, we, uh, villains, vi, Venezuela. I can't say that <laughs> name. Too white. Venezuela. Venezuela.
0: Venezuela, Venezuela <laughs> orale. Come on, carnal. Anyway.
1: But there's always different various stuff. So I didn't, I didn't, I never heard of the half-boot Skeletor before. So I researched it and it turns out it was actually one of the very first Skeletors that ever came out. Yep. And they didn't spend very much money on production back then because it wasn't a series yet. It was in 83. That's when they just threw some toys out to see if it was going to bite. Then the animation, the animated series came out after. So this is like one of the truest, oldest, g of the Skeletor figures. So I was like, wow, okay, I got I got a half boot skeletor, that's cool. And then I met a local guy here, Jerry, who sells a ton of motu stuff. Right. Like Jerry's actually a real Motu guy too. Like he's got everything. Oh is, yeah. And he helped me piece together a lot of the figures that I have now. He got me a lot of the weapons and stuff to make some of my figures. Yeah, compete. I remember you telling me yeah, that. I remember that? It was at one of our older toy shows. But I finally completed my half boot skeletor and that thing I spent like like I said, I spent about forty bucks total for all the figures and whatever, but that half boot skeletor is riding around like three hundred and fifty bucks now. And that's just such a crazy investment.
0: You could just imagine what it's getting to now because everybody gets caught in the moment. Mm-hmm. He, ma- Masters of the Universe shit is selling like hotcakes right now. It's man.
1: crazy. Yep, it's crazy right now. And I've I've had a bunch of it for a long time, and I'm just sitting there watching my wall just go up in value. Yeah, you know? <laughs> and I'm like, okay, that's cool. Because even like the uh, store displays, because I, I I I steal all the store displays from all the WalMarts, which all my all you guys that know me know. Yeah. <laughs> but um i got a couple of the walmart displays and if you look on ebay like that that motu origins uh display that i have that i have the two of them the big masters on it Mm -hmm. Those things are selling for like 500 each on on ebay that's crazy it's crazy how much motu stuff actually goes for and it's like huh but i i'm not i'm not in it for the money right i'm in it for the love like oh yeah and you'll know i i've sold some motu stuff in the past but it was only like doubles of things but you'll never see me like unload any MoTu stuff. Like right. I'll, I'll sell everything else, but you'll never see a MoTu thing on sale on my page unless it's, a double, <laughs> yeah. unless it's a double, or a triple. But yeah, but yeah, it's crazy how much this stuff is going for now. How do those out.
0: bro? So real quick before we get into a couple other things, how do those conversations go at Walmart when you're asking for these displays?
1: Well, they don't. So what I do is, <laughs> well, my son actually is. My son actually got me uh, two of my displays. On yes, that, two, I saw two the post of the three. But uh, my son was in Montana, and he sent me a picture, and he goes, uh, hey, Dad, they have this display here. And I was like, oh, shit, can you get it for me, son? And he's like, I'll try And he said, it's full of figures. So he runs and grabs a shopping cart and throws all, through all the figures in a shopping cart and then, like, rolled it down one of the aisles and, like, fucking let it go, you know? <laughs> and then him, him and his friend took the, the, the shelf down, and they told the lady, like, hey, you know, uh, the guy in electronics, said, I could have this. Or whatever. I've done that before, and they were like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> and they, just, they just rolled it out. Well, my son and his friend, like, they drive a tiny little Fiat, so yeah, like, this shelf wouldn't fit in the car. So they took it all the way down and, like, took it apart piece by piece by piece, f- filed it into the back of this tiny little Fiat. Yeah. <laughs> and then And they're in Montana, mind you. And they they were like, dude, we, we can't even fit our luggage in this car with this display. So I was like, well, what are you guys going to do? And my son's like, we'll ship it to you. So they shipped me this fucking oh, thing. Shit. FedEx which was like 300 bucks to ship it. And I'm like, son, you're crazy. He's like, well, Dad, you wanted it. You know, I'm like, yeah. best son ever, you know. So. I get it shipped to me, I a FedEx box delivers to my fucking doorstep, and I open it up, and i got to put this whole thing back together from square one. So then after that happened, I, I didn't think I was going to ever get another one again, because I was like, that's hard to find. Right. Well, then I found one, like, on Coors and fucking uh, Unser or whatever, or not, uh, Real Bravo. Okay. The one on Real Bravo and uh, the Walmart over there. And, again, it was me and my son, and I was in my little Kia, and my son goes, dude, there's another one, let's get it. And I was like, all right, fuck it, let's get it. So we threw it into a shopping basket, and we go running out with it, and we tell the guy at the door like, "Hey, man, the guy in electronics said we could have it." And he's like, "Okay." And they just fucking walked out. <laughs> so now nice. that's our thing. So yeah. now, so now I got a, I got the Mochi Revelations uh, display in my garage. Now it's same thing. We just went through it in a shopping cart.
0: Did you grab the one from Coors I twenty five? Yeah. <laughs> I knew it. Yep,
1: that was. I took that one. <laughs> So, yeah, so there's, like, two or three more out there, but I, I think I'm done with those because they take up too much room. Yeah. But it looks really cool in my collection, though, you know, but but I need to, like, start putting it on some, like, real shelves because it, it's all cardboard, you know, oh, yeah. But it's still a fun, and it's exciting story and fun to do, to, you know, steal them from Walmart. Right. And then have them, in my, have them in my garage. But, yeah, it's, it's different, but I like it. Uh,
0: <laughs> it they, they look badass, and the way that you display them, bro, like, You can tell the hearts in there and everything because I know you did like a video where you were showing everything and then you posted like a bunch of photos and Mm -hmm. oh, bro, like there's so much fun on my end just watching you do that. Because I know one of the first times when you came down here, you came into the studio and you're just like. What the fuck yeah, is going I love, on here, Nando? walking
1: around in here because it's fucking awesome. Yeah, bro. you know? It and is. then
0: for me to see that on your end and you doing all that, mm-hmm. oh, it's a blast, bro. Like, no, I I'm like, that. Steve's having fun. Hell yeah. He's popping them open. <laughs> He's, you know what I mean? He's <laughs> yep. just having a great time. And one of these days, I'm going to get down there, man, and just check it out. And yeah,
1: come down and see the Motu Wall. I'm just like 20 minutes away from here, so I'm just right up the freeway. Yeah. So come up and see the Motu Wall. Hell yeah.
0: <laughs> I'll definitely get down there. So. Before we get to that time, bro, and that point on the podcast, because we could go all day about Motu. Yeah, for real. um, Talk to me, bro. What was the impression that you got when Tila went down and met Scareglow? And Scareglow basically tells her, like, you need to face your fears. Mm -hmm. What did you think about that part? What was going through your mind, bro, when the biggest fear that she had was He-Man?
1: Well, see, that's another thing that kind of leads me to believe that there's something there between her and him. Like they might be, I, I, they might be related in some sense or whatever. Like I, I've always thought, like Tila was, you know, He Man's little sister or whatever. Right. Even when I was a kid, I thought that kind of
0: like a Luke Skywalker yeah. Princess Leia exactly. thing going on here.
1: Because this is kind of like one making me wonder, like. um who's she going to be in this, if they bring her into this universe, right? in this new Masterverse, you know? Which I think they will, because they're bringing everybody into it, you know? Oh, yeah. But it's, I really, I thought that that made a lot of sense, because Tila wants to be such a hero and a fighter, that her biggest fear is that she can never be as good as He-Man, so she's always going to be in He-Man's shadow. Yeah. So I thought that was kind of, it made sense. It really did make sense for that to be her biggest fear. But, um... I thought it was great that they wrote in like the whole Paternia and and Scareglow and like the Heaven Hell area and like I liked the whole idea of all of that because I think all of us battle our own little inner fears. Daily, oh yeah, and we battle our own demons daily too because we all, no matter what we're doing in life, every day we probably have a have a spot in our day where we got to decide good or evil. You know, yes, sir. whether you find like a wallet on the street or you go to? It could be something as simple as even opening the door for somebody that's walking behind you. You know, yeah. that's just common courtesy nowadays, or that's we, we think is common courtesy. But the world isn't doing that very much anymore. Like, there's not a lot of courtesy in the world anymore. Mm-mm. It's very and selfish. It's super selfish. And ever since the COVID stuff went down and everything else has been going on, the world's been changing for the worse. And so now everyone's kind of in it for themselves and everything. And so I like that. You know, we, we battle our own fears and battle battle our own good and evil decisions every day. And so I kind of like that they put that into the series and sort of makes you think. and kind of makes you wonder, you know, about life and life's choices and stuff. And I don't know. I just thought it was cool. But I, I really want to see what they're going to do with Tila and He-Man, if they're going to end up making them, like, related or not. And what Duncan's secret is and everything. So right. I want to see what's going to happen with all this.
0: Yeah, those little Easter eggs that they mm-hmm. dropped on us, that was a lot of fun. My take on it was is she having some type of vision of the future you know what i mean is there some type of in my head bro is there some type of anti-eternia thing happening here with he-man to where there's a possibility that he turns evil for a moment
1: well, they could. I mean, we do have some anti-Eternia toys and stuff. you know. What right. I mean? And that's never been touched on in an actual cartoon series. And so that could be coming up too, you know? Like, that, I thought it was fucking crazy to see Shadow Orco in this cartoon. Yes. Even though he wasn't exactly Shadow Orco, but it was Shadow Orco, You know what I mean? Like right. That was insane. Like, that blew my mind. Yeah. So we could be heading towards an anti-Eternia. You never know, you know? It's. I mean,
0: of- talk about, I mean, the way that the, the way they're building up, tila bro Mm -hmm. i just get the feeling that that's what it would because i mean what would be the ultimate standoff a battle between her and possibly an evil he-man you know what i mean because we know there's the you know there's the possibility there's always going to be the battle between skeletor evil lynn i mean i know she's going to have vengeance in her heart now after the way shit went down at the end you know, and like you said, you know, we got to see what Skellagod is made of. Yep. Like, what the fuck is he really? How powerful is he now and that he has the fucking happen. sword?
1: Yeah, he's got the complete sword, too. Yeah. So he's got, you know, He-Man's half and Skeletor's half. Now he's got the main... He is the master of the universe. Exactly. So what is that going to do, you know? And how are we going to battle that and fight that? And what is... What's going to give Tila this power to defend us with that? You know what I mean? Like, right. Where where are we going with this? And also... What's happening with Sorceress too in all this? Because she's you know she's supposed to be all powerful as well. You know, exactly. she's the like guardian of Grace School. Like so, she's what's happening with her now too? Cause right? Like, it's just a whole. There's just a whole slew of things that can happen in these next this next season. It's just crazy. Oh yeah.
0: Any idea, bro? Has there been any updates of um, part two? Because they're they're doing it in because so there was. Part one, and then it was a series of five episodes, right? Mm-hmm. And then they'll be doing like a part two or...
1: I heard part two, and the, the only thing that I saw is, I think it's like five or six months away. Okay. And it's going to be, you know... Uh, oh, Why was I reading? I just Because I, I was just researching that like yesterday or day before. Because I've been, I've been trying to like scour the internet, trying to figure everything out. And I believe, I believe it's like five months away or six months away. And I wish I could remember because I, I literally had just looked that up. Because uh, season two was, uh, where did I see that? I'm looking at my phone right now. I apologize. But, yeah, it doesn't say on here. I'm not sure if you can find it on there either, but I want to say it was supposed to be like about five. Oh, yeah, there we go. Uh, Part two, release date and spoilers. There you go, men's health. Oh,
0: there you go, yeah. Pull that up.
1: So, see, so it comes sooner than you might expect.
0: Masters of the Universe Revelation is Netflix newest reboot. Uh, let's see, give us something here.
1: Right, I don't see anything on there.
0: So, part 1. We can't release a synopsis for part two without spoiling part one, so any synopsis out there now would only be for part one. But our sprawling storyline is so full of twists and turns, I've yet to read an online theory about Revelation that's ever come close to guessing the actual plot. And this is coming from Kevin Smith's Instagram. Apparently, he revealed back in June that he couldn't reveal the plot for Part 2 without spoiling Part 1, which is exactly what we just read from his Instagram. And so the, the most valuable thing here is looking at how Netflix has released staggered seasons, aka shows that split into Part 1s and Part 2s in the past. One that comes to mind quickly is last year's reboot of Unsolved Mysteries. Different genre, yes, but we're looking at the release pattern here. The show was ordered for a 12-episode season and debuted in first six episodes on July 1st, 2020, and the later six came October 19th. So that's, God, August, September. That's not even a two- to three-month gap. Um, It's kind of crazy, right? Right. (laughs) And the the logic is that they're going to kind of mirror the same thing, so... I love that Kevin Smith is just interacting here and playing with the fans, I mean right here he's got once this comes out and the truth is revealed, I might get to do it again, I've had my second season plotted out for months in case I do and in the terms of whether it's all been worth it, making Masters official, Revelation has been one of the best experiences of my career. He's teasing the fucking fans here. He is.
1: He's like, if I get to do a second one. Right. Motherfucker, you know you're going to. Yeah. You left it on <laughs> such a cliffhanger <laughs> exactly. that if you don't, there's going to be a fucking riot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there has to be a second fucking season.
0: There's got to be. We know it's coming. So I hope the way that this writer is predicting it, we could see it anywhere from two to three months from now. Right. Which
1: would be great because. Absolutely. Everything that we want to do, everything that we want to do in the world, like we're such a uh, instant society like I want it now you know what yeah I mean? like, and that's how we are with everything but that's one thing that's good about streaming everything is that you know we can have it all like they release like full you know seasons like so often on on Netflix and things like that like we can get the whole story and like by the end of the year hopefully. oh yeah oh yeah but they're always uh they're always released like you can watch full uh series of all kinds of TV shows on 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 the internet now and everything
0: so. oh yeah definitely so before we close out shop, bro, because I'm looking at that time and we're getting to, we're getting to that place where, you know, we, we run out of time when we talk about what, what we love. Yeah. It moves extremely fast. It happens a lot. Oh yeah. I think the last
1: time <laughs> I was here, I think I've been on here twice now. I think the last time I was here though, we actually ran out of time. Like we talked until the, <laughs> Oh yeah. <and> <laughs> I in out India. on us. we like, Oh, well, <laughs> all right, we're done.
0: <laughs> oh man. Um, so one thing that I want to ask you, bro, as this as this progresses mm-hmm. and we get into the part twos, the part threes, the part fours, hopefully part fives, you know, maybe it just keeps going. Um Do you have any hope to see the horde? Of course. All right. Of course. I was gonna say, look- I'm gonna see my boy Hordak over here. <laughs> I
1: mean, didn't you notice like in the in the fight scenes when they had the Snake Mountain Army? They had the Horde bots. Oh, there. they did, yeah, yeah. That's right. So the Horde bots were there, but you know, Hordak wasn't and i want to see yeah i want to see all the horde guys i want to see Man- mantana and 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 hordak and just all that stuff because like there's just so much that we can still do oh like, yeah that's why i'm saying like what are they gonna do with shira like if they end up having shira like because T- they're kind of making tila like the next you know big hero is she's the next shira then or like what are they gonna do here you yeah because shira's supposed to be the princess of power and all this stuff and I don't know, man. It's just crazy, but whatever they do, I'm on board for. Like, I'm just, I'm just here for a good time, not a long time. So. Oh yeah, I'm and just you here can to enjoy it.
0: you can tell that that they did some really great writing, and you know what's going on with the show, the characters that they're showing, and everything, and, and the 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 true fans in us, you know, we want more. So we're sitting here debating. We got a wish list. Mm. You know what I mean? So there's a lot going on. So that you know, Kevin Smith, if you ever listen to the Funko Hogs podcast, man. We got questions. Yeah. We're, you got us, man. We're into it. Let's, let's, let's ride this wave all the way going. through.
1: Yeah, for real. Let's go all the way. Like, <laughs> let's keep it going. I think my wife's blowing me up right now. Let me see. Uh-oh. I think it's about
0: <laughs> that time. Right on. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that is all we have for you today. I want to thank the mafioso of Motu for coming down here and spending the time with us and just shooting the shit, man.
1: Hell yeah. Thank you for having me. I, need to get out here more often I really absolutely
0: do. brother we'll have you down here more bro where can the funkaholics fans find you
1: uh, you can find me all over your mamas <laughs> and on the internet <laughs> ig um i'm on uh twitter everything's todd force one uh you can look for me on twitter todd force one on instagram todd force one um i'm not on facebook very much fuck have, facebook yeah i'm not really on fuck with facebook uh I, I share a page with my wife because we're gay like that, so we have that. And then Happy, um, right? Yeah, gay is happy. <laughs> and then um, Snapchat, uh, but I don't do anything on Snapchat either. It's just mostly to talk with family and shit. So really, Instagram is where you're going to find the most of my shit. I usually post on Twitter just to try to get fucking uh, 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 celebrities to like my shit. I always text celebrities on chat. <laughs> try to get the fuck. Out. I'm like, look at me, look at me. Right. You know, like, try to get the accolades on there. But uh, Instagram's where I do all my real shit. So just go Todd Force One.
0: Very cool. <laughs> and guys, he's got an absolute beautiful Todd Force logo for his profile picture. Check it out. Give him a follow. I promise you, you'll have a blast. Appreciate Ladies and it. gentlemen, Funkaholics, we're everywhere. I'm not gonna go down the list, but that's F-U-N-K-A-H-O-L Iks And I'm going to leave you with a great quote from the man himself. (laughs) That is right. (laughs) He-Man has the power. We're going to find out more. We will be back to talk more Masters of the Universe in the future. But right now... Just give us a listen, guys. We'll take care of you. Till next time.